Amazing Radio. This is Amazing Radio. This is The Rock Show. Uh, I'm pleased to say, joining me in the studio this evening are the excellent 100 Days. I have uh, Stuart in front of me on lead vocals. How's it going, Aaron? Very well. And to my right, I have Ryan on drums. Hello. And Simon, bass player extraordinaire. Hi there. Uh, 100 Days are based in Somerset, where I'm too. Uh, best described as probably a classic rock band with a modern twist, I think, was the best way to describe that. Yeah, sounds about right. A fair assumption. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar with uh, you guys, how did you all kind of meet and form the idea for the band? Uh, we've, we were in a band before as a four-piece, so we've, we've been playing together. Next year, we'd be playing together for about ten years. Um, mm-hmm. a f- uh, about four years ago, um, after a break, we got back together just as a three-piece and decided just to make make one album for ourselves. Just we thought, we get together as musicians, we'll make the best album we can just for ourselves. It turned out to be quite good, so we started gigging it and putting it out there, making um, internet sites and things, and it got much popular than the previous band. Right. So we, we carried on, not making, not trying to make music that deliberately was commercial like before, but just the music we really liked to play. And you found that was more appealing to people? Yeah, they started. Yeah. It got more better feedback than the stuff that we were trying to aim at people. Yeah, right. right. I think it has to do with uh, an audience being able to tell that you're enjoying it. Yeah. It's about what the energy you put out. Because we were enjoying it so much, the audience were able to enjoy that it that off. much The energy rubbed off on the crowd as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so obviously you started off gigging locally in Somerset as well, building up a fan base. And what brought kind of the recording of the debut album? Do you have a selection of tracks and thought, right, we've got an album's worth... Let's go in and do it. And where did you record it to as well? Well, what we did initially was to find find rooms that we could uh, either use for free or to rent and uh, make the best of those rooms. Um, and it was just out of, you know, our, uh, using our own talents to, to get the good result. Uh, Simon, bass player, he, he's a pretty excellent uh, engineer for recording and, you know, we're very lucky. Well, uh, to be able to much. do that, <laughs> but uh, yeah, nice it, 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 there. well, I mean, I, I suppose, I suppose, we, being able to do that potentially saved us thousands of pounds, really, you know, in recording costs. So it's been quite good, yeah, you know. Because I know a lot of bands listening now um, would find money an issue because, of course, it is very expensive to record. It's often very expensive to find good rehearsal space as well. Um, you guys, I heard, kind of keep the punk do-it-yourself ethos alive as well when it comes to recording your own material as well yeah absolutely absolutely um i suppose it, it allows you to keep a, mo- a lot more in touch with the tunes you're, yeah yeah you're recording plus you're not on anyone else's time so you can develop it properly at your own rate and you can yeah. always go back and change something or say no i don't want to do it like that or whatever, yeah. <laughs> because there's nothing worse being in the studio knowing you've got time and money right. constraints and thinking, oh, I've got to rush this track through, and then you walk out and think, oh, I've just spent a thousand pound, and I hate that. Well, that's right. <laughs> you're there, you're there, learning on a drum track, yeah, and you think, can I do it better? But if I do it better, how much more money is that going to cost? Exactly, it's, it's rubbish. Exactly. So you, no, you just don't know. If it doesn't, I'll just take off now, break, get it together, go back and lay down a proper track. Yeah. It really is a pressure you don't need. Exactly. It doesn't yeah, help yeah. creativity, not really. No, and that's what you need, isn't it, as well? Um, so you released that debut album, um, How A War Is Won, I believe. That's right. Uh, that was released, was it last year, a year and a half ago? Uh, two years ago now. Two years ago. Yeah. So how's it all sort of gone since then? Um, 
well, anything exciting happening? Because obviously you released an EP last year as well. Yeah, that was a short six-track uh, EP that we did. Uh, again, just off our own back, um, we we spent pretty much a year again just recording and uh, sort of demos and bits and pieces, writing a, a ton of new tunes and stuff like that. So we thought, as we're writing and demoing, we start you know, recording bits and pieces, doing little bits on our own, um, just in our rehearsal room in a couple of uh, nice uh, acoustic studios, acoustic treated studios that we use as well. Um, then uh, I think around September time last year, uh, we got in touch with a small, um, a small outfit down in in London called the Animal Farm. Uh, they're just uh, record producers. They run a small label. Um, they manage bands. They're just kind of like a one-stop shop of of uh, people who are just there to record bands and help them out in the industry. And just while they're finding their feet, trying to progress on to the next step. Mm. Uh, part of what they do is uh, record bands and they're record producers so just go back to that slightly you think that obviously helped in the creative process having that third person for example giving you a few outside ideas into the recording yeah and yeah basically they, VP. You know, they can restructure a track a little bit or um tell us to place things in a certain way it, yeah. really, it really helps um on, on the day you're not like you said wasting your time and your money getting stressed over a drum take when they just say right stop that and uh, play it like this and then you do and it's great cool so. okay so where we are now you've got um, a current single moment which people can download that's right Suicide Joe uh, I think we should give that a quick spin and come back for a little chat after this this is 100 Days with Suicide Joe <laughs>
that's where you're at to at the moment. What is the future plans for 100 Days? World domination? Well, that would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, th I think what, we're, what we want to do is take this as far as we possibly can do. Yeah, you know, without losing the fun element we've always had, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we're in this band because we want to be in this band. Yeah. I think any any band that's going to be successful has got to be able to, you know, continue creating the music. You've got to be able to work with the people in the band. You've got to enjoy doing it. We wouldn't be in this band if we weren't all best mates and wanted to be doing it. Mm. Um, as for the future, uh, we've got uh, another two singles that we've got planned, you know, a few months in between. Um and then after that, we've been talking about maybe a third album. Right. You know, but that's 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 getting on somewhere in the future now. I think yeah, maybe, maybe a year's time we'll be looking at but that. You've got quite a long um, stretch of gigs lined up as well. And are you sort of leaving the kind of the West Country, venturing outside around the country as well? Not really. We tried that, and again, our people in these animal farm people um, said try and. Stay home as much as you can basically there's no point if you're playing in midsummer norton and then tomorrow you're playing in newcastle those two crowds can't talk to each other and, and build a crowd up That's keep it, it local yeah, yeah. playing bristol bath yeovil taunton and create a buzz which you, is very hard to do nationally you start yeah. you start in one section and build it out but yeah we're going to do that so we, we carry on playing the local scene and um we will be going and there's a little circuit in london that we're promoting wants to play so we'll be playing in camden in the night too Right. distant future and starting out we've done London a, a few times but not on an actual circuit which is the what these promoters are hoping for us to do oh, that sounds yeah, promising it's, as well it's always yeah. been like one or two gigs now and then uh, sort of in random London venues and it's really hard to promote from down in the west country when there's nobody there who knows you I know what you mean I know what you mean it's, I'm glad it's quite hard because it's going to be hard to find maybe a fan base that you've got down here in the west country saying come on guys come over to Camden for the night exactly. to see us to play for 40 minutes yeah, yeah it's kind of quite hard to do you yeah. can't you can't you can't necessarily make that happen but like like the guys said um it's a big piece of advice for any band is to have a circuit of gigs and yeah. then but don't overplay them and always leave an audience wanting more so they're going to come back uh, say two months down the line when you play that venue again but then you know do your circuit yeah okay um well all i can say is if you're ever about in the west country area uh, go check out 100 days live i've seen you live many times and uh, you did melt my face with the power of rock oh, uh, yes. you put on a great live show <laughs> uh, you can find out a bit more about 100 days of course they're on amazingtunes.com type in 100 days their profile is on there along with the single suicide joe uh, the website is 100 days.com co.uk all the music's on there and any gig dates as well um, so if you're in the area go support them thanks for coming in gentlemen and uh, we'll see you again sometime hopefully cheers The Amazing Rock Show